Hello, 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 y'all. Welcome back, ladies, gentlemen, and NBs. Mainly because I have really not had shit happen in my life that's particularly interesting because I've spent the majority of my days preparing for various examinations that I have to retake because I had COVID. I'm going to just hop straight into this week's shit. Since I ain't got nothing to recover about my life, I'm going to start with, you know, some pop culture gossip. And I'm going to start here. Since this really happened today, Donda. Kanye West's long-awaited album is finally here. I know y'all didn't ask for my opinion. I'm going to give it anyway. This was like heavily, heavily mid. In the actual like music part. Production, stellar. Beautiful production. The choices that were made as to features and lyrics in my opinion were left wanting and after the whole pomp and circumstance of his whole release of this like project all the listening parties that he did i feel was a very smart way to make music profitable in an era where streaming doesn't pay artists what they feel they're owed because it doesn't matter how well donda performs i believe he's made like upwards of 12 million dollars just from the listening parties that he has thrown for this album so does it matter if it's good or not he's made his money you know, yeah, he's a capitalist to the fullest extent. So, I also, I'm not even gonna say that's kind of unfair because to pretend like he doesn't care about like his art is also, I feel intellectually dishonest on my part. But I don't know, man. I haven't liked the Kanye project since. I was gonna say the life of Pablo, but. I don't even think I thoroughly liked that album, to be honest. And then there was Ye. Which, you know, kind of grew on me. Kind of. And, like, it's the most, like, millennial slash Gen Z thing to say. Actually, Gen Z, and I'm not just going to say millennial because them niggas hate Ye. Ye might actually have some of my favorite. Nope, not favorite Kanye songs. That was a lie. Most songs I've liked on a Kanye project. I'm going to do a quick title search. Mr. West. Come up here. And looking at the track list for... I actually did like a couple of songs on Ye. You know, more than I care to admit... 
But the life of Pop, like, okay, first of all, let me even talk about Donda. One longest shit. Like, oof. When I tell you long-winded, if long-winded was an album, it was yay. Well, not yay. One, I don't know why it bothers me that it's like clean. It really shouldn't, like, in all honesty, like a clean album shouldn't bother me. But for some reason it does. Because I, part of me still feels like this whole saved EA thing is a publicity stunt. And while I am not one to talk about anybody's faith, because mine is not what is, I would say, popular in within Christianity. So I'm just going to say that. I just feel like it's a little crazy. Now I'm looking at Jesus. And I just find it real interesting that Jesus has a song called I Am A God featuring God and now he's fully in his, you know, Baptist minister. You can't have sex while you're working on my album, T. So, there is that. And I'm looking at this. I actually really did enjoy Bound 2 as a song. Bound 2, Love on the Leaves, I'm in it. New Slaves, oh I loved New Slaves. Oh, I loved New Slaves and Black Skin Head. Those songs were so heavily played when I... I'm Blood on the Leaves, too. When, like, I used to listen to that album. Peak Kanye to me, Watch the Throne. Like, Ye and Jay-Z, as a duo, I really, really loved what they had to offer. Like, immensely. And ever since then, like Kanye's hasn't really hit for me. But I realize I'm in the minority and it's kind of like, um, actually, I'm not even sure if it's cool to hate on Kanye right now. What I'm doing isn't even necessarily hating. I just don't think he puts out. Okay, on the production level, he definitely puts out the same quality, if not better music but on the lyrical and replay value side I don't think so at this point I feel like Kanye is making what he feels like is high art and like highly conceptual and I don't see the vision like I tweeted can somebody please explain to me why you like this album the only response I got was from a nigga that told me it wasn't for me and I should leave people to enjoy their preferences. I was just trying to understand like what y'all see in it. But if you can't tell me, I don't know what that says. I'ma just say that. And I did see a tweet that someone said that they believe that Kanye is his generation's Michael Jackson and Drake is Prince. Anytime you compare anybody to Michael Jackson, it gets a visceral reaction out of people. That's like comparing someone to Beyonce. And, whew. Eesh. Damn. I don't know. I don't, I don't see Kanye as MJ. 
Drake is definitely not Prince, though. <laughs> I mean, like, this is my thing with comparing, like, people from different eras. Prince was a multi-instrumentalist. Michael Jackson could dance, sing, had dope music videos. And I'm not going to take away what Kanye has brought to production. Um, but I'm going to say outside of Watch the Throne, Kanye's bars haven't been like top tier to me. Like I'm not putting Kanye on my top five favorite rappers. He's there for producers, maybe. But rappers? Mm, not so much, friend. At least this is my own personal opinion. There might be some niggas that, like, love. I just fucked this model. And she got bleach on my t-shirt. Or whatever, however that goes. Honestly, the life of Pablo was a fever dream. A fever dream that I'm pretty sure I kind of enjoyed. But hey, that's neither here nor there. Um, oh, funny quick five aside real quick. I asked my sister to give me some topics to talk about today. And boy, did it show the difference between the kind of people that we are. Like, we're so similar, but like also so different sometimes. The first thing she thought, pertinent to be on my hot topics list was Arsenal losing 5-0. Now, I'm not even going to say the name of the other team that brought this pox upon our house. All I have to say is Arsenal fans are like loyal. You know? Almost blindly so. You know, Ladies, gentlemen, and NBs, get you an Arsenal fan. That nigga will help you hide the body. If you are still an Arsenal fan right now, as we sit at the very bottom of the league tables, you know, you, you, we, we possess a certain level of, you know, just unmatched faithfulness. I feel, like, I actually never thought I'd see the day that Arsenal might go into relegation. And this that day might come. Like, pretty soon. If these niggas don't stop this shit. I'm sorry, this shit is actually kind of hilarious. Like, I, it's so funny how in my lifetime, so much could change in the football. And granted, I've only paid but so much attention to the sport. But, like, from what I've gathered, Arsenal used to be, like, top five, you know? And niggas used to be ungrateful about that shit, too. Until, you know, Wenger left. And this is not a sports podcast. I'm going to remind you that the next two topics that my sister thought to include in this. But, like, you know, this saga with Arsenal is, like, you know... Be grateful with your current position because it could always get worse. That's what I've learned from that. Next two things are still actually football related. You know, Cristiano Ronaldo, CR7, moving to Manu. 
actually returning back to Manu. When I first, I don't even say became a Ronaldo fan because I don't even identify as that now. But when I was first aware of him, it was in Manchester United. And even though I was not in the UK, for some reason that like really resonated with so many Nigerians. And the same Nigerians are excited for his return. Like that means they're going to be able to watch his games more. Like it changes how often you'll see him on DSTV. I don't know. Like I don't particularly care about that. And then Messi to PSG. Not gonna lie, I had to Google what PSG was as a team. And gotta say, was surprised. However, that happened. Now, back to some other things that like were actually let me do some finish up on the sports end before I jump over back to music. Nigeria at the Paralympics. Now, if there is one thing that I will say, that the Nigerian women have been showing out. Cause so far the only medals we have, I'm pretty sure it's all from women, right, in the powerlifting event. Let me fact check that, because we did win an extra medal. Yep, all from women's powerlifting. We've got two gold medals and two bronze medals. So... Latifat or Latifat? Wow, I fucked up your name, sis. I'm so sorry. Latifat got a gold medal in the 40 women's 45 kg. Bosse Omalayo also got a gold, but in women's 79 kilograms. Congratulations to them. Lucy Educate. Women's 61 kilogram bronze powerlifting as well. And Olaitan Ibrahim, powerlifting women's 67 kilograms, bronze medal. Congratulations, ladies. And I hope this will make Nigeria pay more attention, not only to sports, but women in sports. Because a lot of the medalists, even in the Olympics, were women. You know, give these women an opportunity and they will represent this country, despite it doing a lot of things that might dissuade them from feeling, you know, the desire to do so. Now, back to the non-sports related topics. By the way, I don't think I don't foresee this podcast as being too long. Chloe Bailey, a bunch of things about her, apart from her being the love of my life. She came out to say that, actually, even before that, sis, August is over. This is the 30th of August, today as I speak to you, and I am yet to hear Half Mercy, other than the snippet that you put out. Hey, I'm never going to be too mad at you for that. Because from what I've seen from this Billboard interview that you did, we're getting a whole solo album. Now, I am somebody who has 
been listening to Chloe and Halle for a minute. And I do mean like a minute. Well, no, when I, you, well, you get what I mean when I say a minute. I mean like a long, periodically time. And, who, baby. First of all, Beyonce signing them was monumental to me because if you know me, I love Beyonce. And for like these two girls that I was watching do covers of Beyonce songs in their YouTube, in their basement on YouTube, to being signed by her was huge. And now Chloe matches like the energy that I love in a partner. So like there is like that. I, I just love dancers, bro. Uh, I'm gonna keep it a buck. There's that, then there's the body yaddy yaddy, which I'm not gonna lie about. But like the dancing is like a huge thing for me. It almost makes no sense how like much I love dancers. But from this where I hear we're getting a whole solo album. Now y'all have been acting a fool talking about this being the end of Chloe and Halle. It's not. Y'all gonna have to chill with that. Cause they are literally a sister duo. Chloe is fully Ariel and Hallie shit, I meant Hallie is fully Ariel. Chloe talked about how this whole project came about while her sister was shooting The Little Mermaid in London. And like that led her to make this project. Now Chloe and Hallie both have like real unique sounds like individually. Like, Hallie is more jazzy, blues, and, like, her taste in music. And Chloe is more pop and sultry. And also R&B, heavily influenced by Beyonce. Hallie, heavily influenced by, like, Billie Holiday. So, like, I would want to hear individual projects from them, but I also do not doubt that they're going to be coming back together. Because they're literally like a brother-sister duo. Like, it's not the end. Y'all need to chill on that. And Chloe's performing at the VMAs. You know, that park would be on the connection. Real strong. And, like, she's gonna have, like, if she's performing Have Mercy, which she better, I foresee choreography. I foresee some athleticism being put on display because in that little teaser, Mama did a little booty twerk into a split. And I have to say, if that is foreshadowing of what I expect to see on the VMA stage... It's going to be good. And, like, Loki, I've also seen, like, this discussion about Normani not being invited to the VMAs to perform. And, like, while I would love to see Normani perform, I... Wild side to me, 
outside of like some of the quotables that it provided, beautiful choreography would love to see it live. I don't think the song's performance necessarily warranted a VMA moment. Now, Chloe is performing, doesn't even have solo music out yet, unless you're counting the Feeling Good whole montage thing that she did, or tribute not montage. Then, hey, but I would love to see Normani perform. I don't particularly think the VMAs are being racist. I did look at the lineup. I, well, my other person that holds my art, like I said, that Montero side nigga, he's performing as well. Normani, well, Normani's not performing. Chloe Bailey's performing and Doja Cat is performing. Those are the three people that I care about. Everybody else, I'm paying them dust. So, if Normani was performing, I would 100% eat that shit up, even though I was not crazy about the song. I just love seeing her perform. She's an amazing performer. And moving on from Chloe to her, you know, her mentor. Beyonce. Y'all really, and I, by y'all, I, I'm not really talking to the Nigerian audience here. Even though we are the people that kind of, well, not Nigerians, but Africans in general, kind of are the people that have more of a dog in this fight. But that's a conversation for another day. This whole Tiffany Diamond shit, right? Y'all are mad that she's wearing what y'all, people are referring to as a blood diamond. I have not fact-checked this. Was it stolen from Africa? More than likely. And I find it kind of interesting how... Well, I can say that we expect more from our black leaders. leaders. I don't know why I hate... So this is the thing with me, right? I personally have this thing where I do not want to be put up on a pedestal like for morality and things like that because I'm gonna have moments like this I'm gonna do something while I am open to being educated but you're you're gonna disagree you're gonna feel a way about it you're gonna feel like oh, it doesn't track with who I am but like I didn't ask to be a role model that's just me however yes Beyonce is wearing this diamond does she look stunning absolutely fucking beautiful pictures mama does not have a bad animal i personally feel like we're doing a lot like saying that the carter's response to everything is all we're wealthy like what are they responding to that's the question like unless i'm missing something this was just a campaign And honestly, the more I talk about this, the more I realize I really, truly don't have anything to say other than, like, y'all did a lot. And some of the criticism is valid. Some of it is just, hey, Beyonce did something that's, like, out of, that can be talked about. Like, I realize that Beyonce would, could, like, uplift humanity and people would argue about the way that she did it. 
So, on the whole diamond thing, the diamond pretty. And they're giving many HBCUs, so that's nice. But hey, like a lot of people will say, anything that's charitable is tax write-up. So ultimately, it isn't a charitable movement, which I disagree with. Moving on. The Yam Carnival. That shit was a bust. I would say lucky for me I'm in Nigeria because if I spend my money on that shit, I would be big mad. Big, big mad. And although, like, I hate when things that are, like, black perform so horribly. Like, can we, like, not... Like... Please, you know, I would very much love this to be the Black Coachella. Well, not even necessarily the Black Coachella, just to be a festival where I could go and listen to Afrobeats and, like, dance and just be my Afrobeats and Afropop-loving self. So... You know, next year do better. Like Kehlani said, they still owe you a Kehlani concert. And that I agree with. Because maybe I would be asking for a refund if I was there. Now, I'm going to skip this Molly May thing. Because, you know, I dare a motherfucker to tell me how to spend mine own money. Actually, I won't skip it. The only thing I will say is to say that you that Love Island isn't part of the reason why you're successful is cap. Like, yes, you worked hard, but like, no one really knew you before Love Island, if you know what I mean. So, like, just giving, you know, Kylie Jenner, I'm a self-made million billionaire tease, because completely ignoring the whole thing that gave you your first push is. You know, it's very white, very white woman. That's all I was saying. Then there's to end last one on this because I've already talked about Kanye. Only fans doing a 180 because they know where the money resides. I don't think I talked about this last week, to be honest. Yeah, I don't think I did. But basically, Only Fans rescinded their whole policy change. Because they saw how Just For Fans and the other fan sharing sites were gonna, you know, get a cute little bump in performance. And I also think they underestimated how much of their platform was built by sex workers. And they realized, oh, the corporate dollars kind of isn't worth it. But I honestly feel like the damage has been done. Like, if I had... uh, just well if i had an only fans i may not like outright switch but it's definitely not going to be my only um source i would say because now they've shown how you know flaky they are let's so let's diversify you know put something on just for fans put something on another fan sharing site you know it's a job so i'm gonna treat it like such like sex work is work 
I know some people feel otherwise, but it is. Uh, I was gonna say suck my dick, but like, I don't really have much of a dog in the sex work fights. I just loved the being able to say suck my dick when talking about sex work. Personally, may be inappropriate, but hey, that's just how my brain works. And like. The people that were actually kind of happy about, like, OnlyFans shutting down, like, sex work and sex workers, you know, shows y'all not to, like, glorify somebody losing a job or a source of income. Because God just turned that shit right around and said, nope, mm -mm. yeah, you need to work on the inside, boo, because... They're not losing shit. I honestly think that, like, they probably made more money because of the shutdown thing. Because I'm pretty sure some people that were, like, probably on the fence about it might have been like, hey, they're about to shut the shit down. People doing discounts. Let me hop in while I can't. You know, a nigga probably definitely did. I'm so long ago. I dropped a few coins. And, like, yeah, like, see. The, the sex workers, they're here to stay. You shut down OnlyFans, they're going to move somewhere else. Someone's going to make their own shit. Like, Tyga closed down his OnlyFans page and is making his own fan sharing site. So, like, the damage has been done. The sex work industry is literally worth billions. OnlyFans has probably, like, well, what was the stat again? I forgot. It was like $4 billion in payments it's given out. OnlyFans has made millionaires. People have bought houses off of their work on OnlyFans. And I mean, like, individual people have bought houses plural. Some of these niggas literally becoming millionaires off of this thing and just from a purely capitalist point of view just not even thinking about like how sex work is real work and should not be like vilified just purely dollars you're sitting nice like you don't really need to like do this the celeb like I understand like they're trying to get like celebrities that aren't going to get into sex work on the platform to try to distance themselves from that image, but just kind of accept it. Like Twitter, everyone knows what Twitter is. Celebrities are on Twitter. Sex workers are on Twitter. Dentists are on Twitter. Everybody's on Twitter. Just because sex workers are on your platform doesn't mean that your platform is like dirty. Yeah, people make jokes and, like, have that association. But, like, fine. You're making money. More than the sex workers. So, like, I fail to see the issue. Not gonna lie. And real quick, let me just jump back into music. Outside of Donda which dropped on a Sunday and not a Friday. There was a deluxe edition of Made in Lagos that had, I think, three or four new songs. 
you know, Made in Lagos is Fire, one of my favorite Afropop albums of all time. It's up there. It's top 10. I'm actually not sure if it's in my top five. Actually, why am I copying? This probably is. I just don't want to make any incendiary comments after my my Kanye hot take. But yeah, it wasn't like real crazy over like the new projects that dropped. I actually don't even think I saved any new albums. New songs. Con- um, Kendrick's back. Family Ties with Baby Ken- King. He spit on this. Like, does Kendrick ever miss? That is my question. Um, and Amber Mark, an artist that I really, really love. She dropped a song called Foreign T- Things. I was going to say things. Putting a Jamaican spin on something that does not have that. Foreign things. That is what I'll be closing out this part two. If I can just connect this right. I'll be right back, people. Oh, you mad? Because my pussy pops severely. And yours don't. I'm actually so sorry for doing that to y'all but I'm back now like I said I was going to close up this hoe with foreign things by Miss Amber Marks so y'all get a sampling of this offering and I wish y'all an amazing y'all an amazing week you know y'all can follow me well if you've heard this podcast i'm pretty sure you already follow me but at caleb jamatola c-a-l-e-b-j-m-i-t-o-l-a on all platforms i want to be followed on and like comment where you can share this podcast on my socials let me know what you think love y'all for listening this far into it if you have you know what if you have go to my instagram and just like comment uh blue heart so i know you got to the end of this podcast watch my shit have no blue hearts in it deuces guys (laughs) 